Hello and welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, the podcast that celebrates and elaborates on our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Rayel Bell. And today's guest was Bobby Underwood. We talked about baseball, bar mitzvahs, Mike Trout. It was awesome. <laughs> if you'd like to reach us, you can always email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at Guilty Pleasure Podcast uh, or Facebook at Guilty Pleasure Podcast. Or if you really like what you are listening to, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. We would really like that a lot. And yeah. what else would you like to promote, Bobby? What else, Bobby? Um, this is Bobby, by the way. Yes, yeah. this is Bobby. Uh, this, starting next week, I am starting rehearsals for a musical in New York. So if you're in New York, come to the... If you're in New York over the holidays and you want to see some things that have nothing to do with Christmas, come to the National Yiddish Theater. <laughs> nice. And <laughs> see uh, the old Eastern European musical, The Sorceress. Yes. Oh, nice. Which I am in... Uh, from Christmas Day to New Year's. We open on Christmas Day because there's nothing Jewier than that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and we close on New Year's Day. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yes. Come Great. see that. Come see it. Also, sorry that I'm coughing this entire episode. You should Thanks be. for listening, guys. Thank <laughs> you for listening. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Hey, listen to Sequel Squeal, the podcast where we watch a movie and all its sequels. Right, Benny? Yes, you are correct, Chad Foglin. Right here on the Nerdist School Network. Yay, us! There, we're done. That was good. show in college for a hot minute at like six in the morning oh me, you did what'd you call it <clears throat> what was the name of your radio show like, you don't remember it was so yeah. early in it the was morning six in the morning i don't remember what they call what six I called in the it. morning with bobby underwood yeah i played like new music whatever <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't even remember what it was and then every now and then i got to slip in a little classical music Classical. What a combo! I am classical as in classical like as in classical music like yeah. a, a hate like hate hate Haydn. Haydn. Mozart. That's Haydn's the first name that comes to your mind. Haydn. I was yeah. just gonna yeah. say, I'm like, there's so many people that you could just like pull out. But man, yeah, Mozart man, and Beethoven right. are pretty famous. Yeah, yeah, th those ones are they're like pretty ubiquitous. Yeah, they're household names. Back. Back. They are household Back. names. Yeah. Back. 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 Handle. Love Back. Hand Handle. Handle's good. Handle's right. good. Yeah, there you go. What college did you go to? Holy College. Where is that? It's in Waterville, Maine. So Ooh. Oh. When I was in high school, small liberal arts colleges in New England were very much the thing. Are we on? What is this? Are we talking? We're about, on. We're on. We're on. We're okay. going. Yeah. But we're we'll going. like, like we do a little bit of a banter. We do okay. a sensible banter. And then we'll, and I just we'll don't want to school. waste your time. No, no you're not wasting you're not our time. Wasting at all. This is me getting to know you. Okay. Yeah. Are I you went, from the Northeast? I'm from New York. Yeah. Where New York? New York City. I'm from New York City. Where? I'm from Flushing, Queens. I'm from Brooklyn Heights. Oh, here we are. Over there. Where'd you go to high school? Poly Prep. I went to Townsend Harris. In Queens. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. um, Poly Prep, I don't know that one. It's in uh, Diker Heights. Oh. Do you know where that is? Yeah. Right but... next to the Verrazano Bridge. We had a lot of grease balls from Staten Island. At our oh. 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 Uh oh. Guess who was born there? Verrazano. Island? Yeah. You and Colin Jost. Who's Colin Jost? The guy from SNL. SNL. Oh, God. Oh. The handsome guy. Everybody just made a face at me and was like, oh. Who? Weekend update? No. What the hell's wrong with you? Oh, okay. Yes. yes yeah, he yes, does yes, weekend yes. update he's with Michael guy, Yeah, he's the guy who's not Michael Che. <laughs> he's like, you just think you say he's good looking? I would say Colin Jost? Yeah. He's good looking for a writer. Oh. Oh. oh mm. He's got some really nice hair. I'm in the business of admiring people's hair since I don't have any. Mm, so. no, that's that's sure. true. You sure. always want what you can't have. Grass yeah. is always greener on the other man's He side. has a bit. He has stolen Seth Meyers' cadence. Has he? That he yeah. uses when he's on SNL. Oh, are you doing That's it right now? Yes. how he talks. That is how that he talks. That is how he ends every sentence. It's a, it, I mean, it's a proven, mm -hmm. it's a oh, proven it delivery. Yeah. Especially if you're saying ridiculous things like they have to. I don't see Colin Jost getting his own late night show, though. No, not going to happen. No, I don't think so. I don't know no. if he even wants it. I don't know. What, do, what is do that they a thing want? that they? Yeah. What do they? What do any of us want? I mean, obviously, having a late night talk show is everybody's dream, but it is a lot of work. 
Yeah, I can imagine it being. Jay Leno said he used to get to the office at eight in the morning. Well, they don't record at like midnight. No, but they tape at five. Yeah. That's, he's already been there for nine hours. Yeah. Then he's got to do a show. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like he's not doing it for peanuts either. I don't know. I just it's oh, hard it's work. a well, it's a well, it's a well, uh, it's a well paid, it's a well paid. I feel like yes. you know you're making your money's worth. Oh yeah, you know, and also like I'm just saying, you're I, an could, icon. I could see why somebody who's already got a job and yeah. a lot of money, yeah, might not want to uh, do the late night talk do show. Do that whole thing. Yeah. I would, I would totally do a late night talk show. Like I think I, I, I would, I would dig that. But what I think would get really hard, which is what I think gets hard with SNL too, is just the constant pressure to have excellent content every, every day. fucking day. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. I don't know if you notice this, but when SNL always like brings in new cast members, like the first few episodes of that season are like on point. Like there are some great sketches. Mm-hmm. And then like as the season goes, it like dips, 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 dips. And I'm like, yeah, it's because all these new people came in. And they, they have, have all, all their stuff. Great ass. Like, these are my best sketches. I'm going to put them on SNL. And then it's like four weeks in. You're like, shit, I got to write a new sketch. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, what's funny? What's funny? What's funny? Uh, lamp ceiling. What? They also like have crazy hours there. It's insane. Yeah. From what I understand. Like, At SNL, yeah. Yeah. Like it's not. I think they only get Sunday off. And then I think they work. Tina Fey used yeah. to say the best kind of person to hire at SNL is not the funniest, not the smartest, but the person you want to run into at three in the morning who's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you kind of have to be. Because you have to be. Able you have to, to be. Hang out with them at three in the morning when everybody's unhappy. Yeah. So, Bobby, you are a comedian, right? No, no you're not. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you're not. No. Oh God. Wait a second. Sorry, that was a joke. He's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a tech analyst. Whatever. Yeah. Very funny. Though. I don't even know what tech and analysts are. You don't. I'm. You know what? Bobby was just telling us about how he just joined Instagram and is learning about Instagram stories. Yeah. So when you I, love tech. When I first moved to LA and I was looking for an apartment, I would, you know, message people that I that were looking for roommates and they would say, What's your Instagram? I want to see your story to get to know you. Ew, really? Wait, what? Like, that is not a thing that I've ever said to anybody I'm, ever. I'm glad to see you guys don't uh, I would no. That. That's like the equivalent that's weird. I'd be like, just call me on the phone. Right. And tell me and, and chat with me. Yeah. I'll FaceTime with you, sure. But I'm not gonna like. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Sure. I mean, don't, I, I don't feel like my Instagram handle would be a good representation of who I am. I don't update it enough. My Instagram yeah. handle is under Bobby Baby, so I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody would uh, under Bobby Baby. And my Twitter handle is under Bobby's Wood. So it's Yikes. when your name is Bobby Yikes. Underwood, there's too many jokes there. You gotta, you got, yeah, you gotta pick the best ones. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Speaking of which, what is your guilty pleasure? <laughs> do you want do you so do you want to talk about it i need you to define guilty pleasure sure oh i've never had to um so here at guilty pleasure podcast um i guess we would define a guilty pleasure as something that you are super passionate, passionate and about. knowledgeable about you don't have to necessarily feel guilt i think in the the age in which we live in, no one feels guilty about we what almost, they I'm love. Jewish. I always feel guilty. <laughs> we almost called the podcast uh, Your Pleasure, but it, yeah, no, too it dirty. Too be dirty. Way, yeah. So we had way to put the guilty component dirty. in there. Yeah. Pleasure your guilt. How about that one? Pleasure, pleasure your guilt. guilt. Yeah. I don't know. How I pleasure my guilt one. all the time. I bet you you do. Yeah. So what I did it right before I came here. Great. Oh, good Great. to know. I'm glad I shook your hand twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm left-handed. <laughs> Wonderful. So would you like to define what your what your pleasure is? My guilty pleasure, pleasure is? is definitely baseball. I spend if I'm like sitting in a room where I don't know what's going on and I don't care and I want to leave the room, I just start picturing who would I like to trade for Mike Trout? Can I get <laughs> can we get Mike Trout on the Yankees? Can we trade like every player in the minor leagues for Mike Trout? Would the Angels do that trade? Yeah, I don't know who Mike Trout is, but also, like, what a great name. I know, Mike Speaking Trout. Speaking of names. Sounds Mike like Trout. The, the Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim have had, um, for, a, for a team that's been around for almost 60 years, they have a surprising shortage of great all-time players. Yeah? Their two best position players of all time have names for fish. Oh, well, maybe that's, they need to Tim start. Tim Salmon and Mike Trout. Nice. <laughs> Maybe they need to like find the Do newest player with that. they solve mysteries during the off season? They should. I mean, Mike Trout <laughs> probably has enough money at this point that he doesn't have to. That's Tim, hilarious. Tim Salmon, I don't know. I mean, salaries Tim weren't Salmon. as high in the nineties. 
Yeah, really. um, I'm not saying like for money, but just for pleasure. Yeah, well, just like they want to. You'll have do to it. have Mike on and ask him what his guilty pleasure is. You know, what, you know what's yeah. funny about that is like I don't know baseball on such such a level that like I could I would be fine asking that person asking Mike Trout, "Will you be on the Guilty Pleasure podcast?" Because I, I have no stakes in the game. Yeah. You should like, call if, him up. Exactly. Do you have his do number? You have, do you have his Instagram handle? I don't know. What's let's his story? Out, let's find out his story. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. You keep talking. Okay. So, uh, baseball. When did you first start? Well, you're from New York. Yes. So, are you, do you root for the Yankees? The Yankees? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. My when did point. you start getting into that? Uh, the first baseball I remember watching is the 1993 World Series, which was the Blue Jays and the Phillies. Wow. And Joe Carter hit a walk-off home run. There were... There have been two home runs that ended the World Series in history. And that was the One of them was in 1960, so I missed it. You were not around for that? The Yankees actually lost that series to the Pirates. To Um, the Pirates. The Pirates. Mike Trout has 1.3 million followers. That's Um, it. What's his story today? He He has no story. Yeah, he doesn't put anything on there. That's why. No, actually, like his... The most recent photo is from four days ago. Oh. He married. He married. Oh, he got married? uh, He got married. I wonder oh, if she wow. took that name. Look at that. Look at that dress. Let me see it. Okay. I'll describe it to you. You know, we thought really funny if Mike Trout was Jewish and his family changed his name from Trotsky <laughs> to, to Trout. Trout. Yeah. To Trout, you know, be secular. I hope that happens. He it has. Happened. I hope that happened. <laughs> this <laughs> wedding, this wedding picture is gorgeous. Um, she's wearing a white dress, obviously, with a fur situation because they're outside and there's snow. Um, Where are they? I don't know. He didn't geotag uh, the photo, which tells me that he's not, he's probably not the one who manages his Instagram. Probably not. It I says, can figure out what it well, means, but this is the first time I've ever heard the phrase geotag. It's like, you know, you're like, I can figure out what yeah. it means. Tap the picture. Yeah. Did he tag her? Uh, yes. Her name is Jess Starcox. What? Starcox. Starcox. Tara Cox. Jess Starcox. <laughs> I, hope she, I hope she takes Jess, his name. Jess, J E S S. T A R A C O X, right? Yeah. Also, oh, this, Tara just, is probably her middle name. Jess t- Tara Cox. Cox. Yeah. Not that that makes it any better. But. No. Jess Cox. That, that she's like, let's pick Trout. She's like, Trout is way better. Trout. Yeah. It says, from this day forward, you shall not walk alone. My heart will be your shelter, and my arms will be your home. I love you, my wife. Home That's... and alone do not rhyme. That's a terrible poem. Well, apparently he doesn't, he, maybe he doesn't run his account. Mike Trout, you need some help from Sondheim. Yeah, actually, you know what? Hire Bobby Underwood as your writer for your Instagram. Yeah. That's a that's a, probably a real job. I would do it. Yeah, I think you'd be able to rhyme very well for him. Definitely better than alone and home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that was actually read at their wedding. That definitely was part of his vows. There's definitely like home, alone, which is just phone. phone. Am I allowed to ask you guys a question? Of course. Yeah, please. Okay. If you could have like, because it just got me thinking about sure. like what I would want read at my wedding. Sure. Um, and you are much closer to getting married than I am. Am I though? Am I though? Then I am, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I don't know about that. What? You'd be surprised. You're a you're a theater girl. I am. I was. It, am yes. Yes. What um, musical theater song would you want to have either sung or the lyrics read at your oh, wedding? Um, I know this one. Okay. I would. I actually have been thinking about um, walking down the aisle to um, "It's You" with from Music Man. It's you yeah. in yeah. the sunrise. It's you in my arms. It's arms you. are hard. It's a cup. It's I you don't look at me. Way into town. It's yeah. your sweet hello, dear, that lifts me up. It's such a good. It's it's, it's sung by the sweet hello, dear. It's so good. The barbershop quartet. Yeah, Sing gotcha. Yeah. And then it goes. I just Music Man's one of my favorite. Shows. Oh, mine too. Yeah, it's so Harold Hill good. has been my dream role oh before my since before I knew I wanted to be an actor. I got to play Mary in Peru twice, and it was when? the best. Well, once in high school. So good. And then once while I was in college, but at another theater, and that was not my college. Where did you go to college? Uh, DeSales University, bringing oh, learning to life. Yeah. Was that the is slogan? DeSales Catholic that, or is that DePaul? No, it's definitely Catholic. Okay. DeSales. Oh, DeSales is, is in uh, Pennsylvania. It is. It's it associated is. with uh, Penn Shakes, right? Yes, yes. Yes. I've worked there as well. Um, but yeah, it's that would probably be my my one musical theater song. Okay. You know? Not Till There Was You. 
but it's you. Yeah, no, it is you. It's not like it. No, it's it's this is you right now. Okay. I guess. Till there I was you know. is probably my favorite it's show beautiful. tune ballad. It's I know it's yeah. a good one. When I first sang that song to, um, oh no, there were bells. Is that it? Is wait. That's the same song. Yeah. There okay. That's what I thought. I sang it. My dad's like, "Oh, I think you're singing it wrong," and I was like, "No, I'm not," because I was learning it for this this show. And he's like, "Yeah, that's not how the Beatles sang it." And I was like, "What? The Beatles sang this song? There's a version. The Beatles sing that song." And my dad was like, critiquing my singing based off of a Beatles song as opposed to, to the actual how the musical. Would sing that. Um, it's like till like, there was you. Yeah, kind of, kind of. There yeah. were bells on the hill. Yeah, it's definitely like. I don't know why I made this back in the USSR. <laughs> but, it's but yeah, so that would be. Do you have a musical theater song that you would one that you for would my do? wedding? Yeah. Um, I haven't thought about this yet, but off the top of my head, till there was you is not bad. It's a great one. Uh, one hand, one heart from West Side, but they do die, so I don't know they if I want that. They do die. Well, Maria doesn't die, but she's alone. Yeah. Um, she's not happy at yeah, the Tony edge. dies, and that's the one I care about because that's the guy. Yeah, sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Not, Most that, I, not that I can sing that B flat, but. It's okay. It's a hard um, one. It is. One hand, one heart, so no. Till there was you. Oh, uh, there's a Sondheim song from Saturday Night. Is, oh, I'm you know, not familiar with that one. Um, do you know the song So Many People? Mm -mm. So many people in the world know what they missed. Amanda know. booked this guest. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know that one. I don't know Saturday Night at all. It actually. ends with so many people in the world out of so many that with so many people in the world, you love me. Aw, well, that's a beautiful wedding song. I know. Would you also have baseball-themed things at your wedding? Like yes. a bar mitzvah? Oh, like my, a bar mitzvah? My, mar bar, my bar mitzvah was baseball-themed. Yes, yes, it was. We, we, had a pitch, we had a pitching machine. What? Yeah. Tell me about your bar mitzvah. Tell me everything about it. Yeah, it I want to know first, everything about it. It was my first baseball. comedy show. <laughs> Was it your candlelighting ceremony? Like you did your tight, like we did the candlelight candlelighting ceremony. I had jokes about everybody in my family. I love um, that. That's hilarious. I'm trying to remember what the jokes did you like were. roast people? Uh, in a 13 year old kind of way. I love that for you. Um, my father's song was "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." For the wait for him wait, coming out to for, light the yeah, candles. Yeah, the, oh, the way it works okay. is there are 13 candles. Mm hmm. 13 candles. We're going to sing everything, guys. Get it's ready like for it. It's like the prepubescent John Hughes movie. 13 okay. candles. Yes. yes. And, I mean, I was definitely prepubescent. I was a soprano singing. <laughs> I woke up and I... <laughs> it was beautiful, though. Thank a little, you. A little flute. I love it. A little flute. I was, <laughs> I was a chubby little flute. Oh, you really? With hair down to my shoulders. No. Yeah. We're going to require a picture for our Instagram story <laughs> for that. I probably can find you. One. Actually, please do because I, I want I want that. How? Where did you? Where was this located that you had a pitching thing at a party? This is going to sound very very bougie. Oh. So I grew up going to. Um, well, it was my Hebrew school was Brooklyn Heights Synagogue. Um, that was my synagogue, nice. and I used to run home. Uh, I was there twice a week, every day, every twice a week, every week, for a good five or six years. And I would run home. It was two blocks away from my house. And I would run home at 6 o'clock every day after school so I would not miss a minute of Full House. Oh, because it. it's the best. <clears throat> That's why I grew hair down to my shoulders because I wanted to grow you up like... to look like Uncle Jesse. Yeah. Uh, of course you did. I was convinced that I was going to grow up to look exactly like John Stamos. And I'm still working on that. The hair is not helping. No, but you're you're getting there. I yeah. can see it. There. Yeah. You. Yeah. He's dressed in like a leather jacket right now, white T-shirt. He jeans also are just ripped. got engaged. <laughs> John Stamos? Yeah, he got engaged at Disneyland. Uh, at Were you there? Yes, he proposed to me, and our <laughs> our wedding is going to be in six months, and we are walking down the aisle to uh, that song that it's you mentioned you? earlier. Yeah, it's yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a good one. You can take it. It's so fine. John Stamos is going to sing it like Elvis. So it's going to be. He is like, going to sing it like you Elvis. In the sunrise, exactly. You and the Beach Boys are going to play, and Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen are going to be our flower girls. Yes. yes, it's going to be great. I love it. If I get to meet. Um, John Brian Stamos. Wilson at your wedding, I'd be super stoked. Yeah. You know, I would, that was actually like one of the reasons why I loved Full House so much was because was John Boys. was the Beach Boys. I was obsessed. We were just talking um, about Christmas. One of my favorite presents I ever got was a, a player, like a cassette player that, and it's videotaped. So, I mean, like, I don't really remember 
this moment, but I remember the toy itself. It was a Minnie Mouse uh, player. And I was just like, I oh, like tape player, right? What were you going to say? I love the way you just said you were like Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse tape player. And all I could say was, I was like, Kokomo, I can play Kokomo now. Kokomo, Kokomo's the best song in the world. I can play Kokomo now. This is for Kokomo. Oh my God, Kokomo. Excuse me, it's called Aruba. That's the first place that's named. That's the title of the song. Though. Yeah. By the way, I just want to finish the story I sure, started before. So people, anybody listening doesn't think I don't know what the word bougie means. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> so the part that sounds really bougie yes. is that I would go to the uh, my synagogue twice a week. And then twice a week, I also went to a club that we belong to called the Heights Casino, oh. which has nothing to do with gambling. Sure. And I was, I've been a member there since I was six years old. I had no idea that a casino was normally for gambling. It was <laughs> yeah. where I took tennis and squash lessons. Squash. Like, squash. Yeah, How did, squash. Oh. I actually still play squash a little do you? bit. Yeah. I don't even know how squash is played. I don't even know what it is. uh, It's like tennis, but in a box. Gotcha. Tennis, but in a box. And with a little rubber ball that if you don't warm it up, won't do anything. You throw it on the ground, it'll stay on the ground. (gasps) How do you warm it up? You like rub it with your feet and microwave it. I think that works. (laughs) You put it in a pot. You You bake it in the oven. Right. Yeah. yeah, you let it rise. You punch it. You knead it. You put it in the oven. You... For anybody listening, I'm just going to quote Walter Matthau in The Odd Couple 2 right now. We better get out of the sun before we start to rise. <laughs> nice. So you play, so so you would play squash there. Right. So my things. bar mitzvah party was at the casino. Great. We rented, we rented out the bottom tennis court. Bougie. Very bougie. Fucking bougie. My parents were are fantastic and they did that for me and uh we had a pitching machine and uh we had 13 candles and my father's song was take me out to the ball game my mother's song was bushel and a peck uh also another musical theater song i love this uh, there were a lot of musical theaters and there were they they screwed it up they didn't play bushel and a peck what did they oh no what the djs like it started playing something that wasn't that and i'm not sure what it was and we're all turning around and my entire family all, you know, 20 Underwoods who or whoever were there um, start singing Bushel and a Peck from the back. Aww. I love that so much. That's hilarious. So then what did you walk out to? Did you walk you out know, to a song? I, it was there. Oh, I was already there. there. You were like, I'm here. But you didn't have an intro I, I wa- song? I walked out to Hava Nagila Hava Nagila. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've never no, been to a bar mitzvah. I've been what? To ever. ever. I've yeah. been to 70. She's been to like 100. Yeah. I worked at a Jewish catering hall throughout college in Long Island. Where'd you go? Hofstra? Uh, no, I went to Queens College. No, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. It's, it's, where same. Seinfeld, it's where Seinfeld went. I know it is where Seinfeld yeah. went, but he went for free. I don't, yeah. Queens College was free back when he went. Really? Yeah. All City College was free in the I 70s. That. Mm-hmm. That's not ironic. He wasn't rich then. <sighs> sure. His but, father was like a shoe salesman or something. He was not a rich kid. I, he got rich pretty quick. After college, I think. Maybe. No, it took a while. It took a did while. he take a did he did he do stand up in college? He started when he was twenty one years old. Oh god. That's when you got He started start, when guys. he was twenty one. Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought it was early. I think it was it was like the day he graduated college. The day after that, he went to like an open mic or something at I think it was Dangerfield's Comedy Club, which I've performed at a lot. That's uh, cool. on the Upper East Side. And I think he just did very well and they were like, Keep coming back. Keep coming back, oh, kids. Nice. And then uh, there was the comic strip, and the, the Upper East Side was like a comedy haven in those days. Do was you... it really? And I know it feels hmm. it's weird to say that. It is weird to say that. Yeah. Now that's just like there are where still, kids are. There are still comedy clubs there, but no, there's yeah. like families. To me, the Upper East Side is rich people and poor kids. Yes, isn't yeah. It? They don't live <laughs> yeah. together. They don't. No, never. Yeah, no. they don't even really have a way to get there. I knew a right. lot of make it very the difficult. The rich kids live on uh, like the, the rich 90, kids. 90... On, on Central Park and the water, and the poor kids live in between them. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. The yes. Second Avenue subway is actually for them. <laughs> for those poor kids. It's the one nice thing that uh, Bloomberg set out to do They're for like, poor people. Right. <laughs> he was like, let's We're put gonna... that Second Avenue subway. Those right. avenues are long. Getting right. to the six from second and 90th is a trudge. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. The Upper East Side in general is like impossible to get to, I feel like. It's the kind of neighborhood that once you're there, you're like, oh, f- I'll just stay here. Yeah. I guess this is <laughs> I it. Can't, I can't leave. I can't yeah. leave. Well, I'm There's gonna, no way to get I'm going to go to the villa. No, f- no. I'm no. not going to the village. I'm not no, going to never. The village. I, I need a plane to get to the village. <laughs> yeah. I need a helicopter <laughs> to, to, to drop me in there. Yeah. So, do you have a Seinfeld impression? Of course. <laughs> it's not that hard. I could do a Seinfeld impression before I was watching the show. <laughs> 
So, so you had a bar mitzvah. Yes. You baseball themed. baseball themed. Yes. What about what do you love about ba- like what is what is it that you love about baseball? Other than it's an awesome oh. game, I also really enjoy baseball. So I mean, oh. I understand, but I feel like Phillies. No, 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 Yankees. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I was. I was a very big, big, big Yankees fan in the 90s. Yeah, me too. Derek time, Jeter. Good time Derek to be a Yankee. Jeter. Yeah, it was a great time. And also, I was like home and I could watch it. And then when I got to college, um, I was just, I was never able to watch the games. And then I just kind of stopped. Well, New York also is like, that area is like a great breeding breeding ground for baseball fandom. Like yeah. It just, it's like in the air. Yeah. It's I mean, well, you very... have choices too. You've got the Mets. you got the Yankees. And if you're All in New place. Jersey, you got the Phillies and the Orioles. Yeah. 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 So when did you when did you start really diving in deep, do you think? Like, um, how would you describe it? First ball game I ever went to was August 21st, 1996, um, with my father and a few friends. It was my best friend at the time's birthday. Happy birthday. I know, right? His last name is Hallmark, too. Oh my God. you know. Uh, let me tell you. Wow. Get those things changed, man. That's rough. <laughs> Hey, it's not like it's Cox. <laughs> That's a kind of internet now. That's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so, so you go to it this was, game. It was the Yankees Angels game. I had never been to a game before, and um, in the bottom of the first inning, some rookie shortstop uh, hit the first pitch of the game for a home run. Nice. And the Yankees lost that game seven to one. That was the only run they scored. But that rookie shortstop was named Derek Jeter, and he nice. was my favorite player for his entire career, and he probably always will be. Yeah. He's 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 I our generation's it. Mickey Mantle. Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. good. Like I just trust him. Like he's there. You're just like it's gonna be good. He's it's getting, gonna be okay. He's getting shat on a lot. Can I say that? It's past tense. Yeah, yeah. he's getting sure. shat on a lot as the uh, owner of the Marlins. He's the new CEO of the Marlins. Is oh, he really? I didn't know that. He's I, yeah, making a lot of bad or what could be construed as bad oh. trades, but I think he's just tearing down the. Uh, team and starting over because it's yeah. been a horribly run team for 15 years so Aww. he's like starting from scratch he's starting fresh and he's helping out his former team a little bit he traded uh, the highest paid baseball player to the yankees oh uh, wow about a week ago did oh. he really mm-hmm. he was john carlos like, stanton oh nice. 59 home runs last year yikes yeah. get a kid what two players last year hit more than 50 home runs and now they both play for the yankees yeah Wow. So that must have been actually pretty contentious. People were like, Derek Jeter, who now runs the Marlins, just traded the Marlins' best player. It was very contentious. He just traded the Marlins' second best player to the Cardinals. Why is he doing those things? Why would some people just Some people are asking that question. Some people just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) Some people enjoy it. Bastards. What is, uh, but why, do you have a feeling he's doing, he's rebuilding the team, I guess. Yeah, he's rebu- he wants to rebuild the team from scratch, and it's not uh, a terrible idea. Sure, sure. I mean, Giancarlo Stanton is a great player, but his contract, when it was given to him three years ago, sure. was a stupid, terrible idea. Who, really? Uh, why was it? Why? why was because it? before that contract was signed, the mm-hmm. highest contract in baseball history was Alex Rodriguez, who was legitimately the best player in the game for a long time yeah, or certainly top two for his entire career almost had signed a 10 year, $275 million contract. Yikes. Yes. Your eyes just got very big they and did. they should. Yeah. It w- also, by the way, that contract at the time was miles and miles ahead of all other contracts. Mm-hmm. Nothing was close. Then Giancarlo Stanton signs a 13 year, which is by far the longest contract that's, that's ever been signed. 13 year, $325 million contract. Jesus which at the time we were all like, this is stupid. This yeah. guy gets hurt all the time. He's very good, but yeah. he gets hurt all the time. He's not the best player in the game. Mm-hmm. He's n- he might not even be the best player in his own division. Oh, no. Um, I mean, he might be now. But I wouldn't know. Yeah. I would not it's, know. It's debatable. Yeah. Is the point. Sure. The idea that anybody other than Mike Trout is getting a 13-year, $325 million contract. Let's see how many times I can mention Mike Trout in this podcast. Uh, we should be keeping a tally. Actually, if you're listening, please keep a tally. Let us know. Right. Let us know. Let yeah. me get one mention of Bryce Harper in there, just so he doesn't feel too bad if he listens to this. Sure. I know he doesn't oh, have a lot Bryce. to do. Well, poor Bryce. Poor Bryce. I don't know why poor Bryce. Poor I don't know why. Because he's not quite as good as Mike Trout. Oh. oh. But isn't that most people? <laughs> Most people are a lot less good than Mike Trout. 
Bryce Harper is, uh, he's in the same ballpark. Sure. Oh, okay. He's in the left field bleachers and Mike Trout's on home plate, but still, okay. same sure. ballpark. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got literal ballpark. Literal, literal ballpark. Literal ballpark. Yeah. So these contracts, mm-hmm. 13 years. That's absurd. There are, I ten, feel like there are 10 left on it. What? There are 10 left on this contract. That's How so... long are baseball contracts usually? Less than that. <laughs> like what? Like five years, three years? Well, seven there's, years? there's no usually. For superstars, <laughs> Superstars who get to their late 20s often sign eight, nine, ten-year deals. Pitchers don't sign for more than seven years. How old is the oldest baseball player right now? Do you know? Currently? Yeah. That's a good question. David Ortiz retired, so it's not Mm -hmm. him. Oh, sorry, Uh, Dave. Oh, Ichiro. He's older than David Ortiz. Ichiro, um, he doesn't doesn't have a team for next year yet, but he's been playing with the Marlins, actually. And before that, he was playing with the Yankees. So it's all... Coming full circle. Yeah, really? How old is he? Ichiro Suzuki is 43. Okay. So old. You got it. For a professional athlete. Yes. He's pretty old. That's, I think, well, baseball, people have a tendency to get on the, or a little older, just because, right? I think they're they're older than they're not getting like Yeah. Yeah, they're not getting like hit all the time. They get injured, but not to the same extent that other. They're just like, it's not um, as taxing on your body, right? It's not as taxing. Well, it depends on what you mean by taxing. There are 162 games in a year. Sure. And there are 16 football games in a year. Oh. And there are 82 basketball games in a year. So it's all out in the wash. I forget how many hockey games there are, but significantly fewer than there are in baseball. So you started with the Yankees. Yeah. I know only a little bit about the Yankees. Uh Derek Jeter. Who else are you all about for the Yankees? Right now? Um. When you were a kid. When I was a kid. And then we'll go to now. Bernie Williams was my second favorite player. I fucking loved Bernie Williams. Bernie Williams was my second favorite Bernie player. Bernie Williams. Uh, I Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill. I hate Paul O'Neill now, but I what? loved him then. Do you remember when he would just like talk to his bat? Yes. He just would talk to the he, bat. I, what was he saying? And he would practice his swing with his glove in the outfield mm-hmm. and he would bash water coolers. And he, he was did? so intense. I loved him. He was like an angry, yeah. an angry Now guy. he's a very calm announcer. Oh. He's a very bad announcer. Why? What makes him a bad announcer? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, he's He starts every sentence with, I'll tell you what. No. Or, and he ends every sentence with, no doubt about it. Mm. And my father and I actually email each other about baseball, and we title our emails either, no doubt about it, or I'll tell you what. <laughs> that is pretty excellent. It used to be charming, and then he came out as a Trump voter. And, oh. And oh. now it's not charming. He's just no. stupid. Yeah. Now that he's like actually the worst. He's just stupid. What? A, well, that's fucking lame. I know. Is there anybody else that you like really? As a kid? Yeah. Uh, I loved Mariano Rivera. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. These are like, see, this is like what I know of baseball. Yeah. I love David Cohn. I love Andy yeah. Pettit. Yeah. My mother loves Andy Pettit. Yeah. To this day, she will post any and all things Andy Pettit. She was like, there's my boy. I love him. I love him. You know what I love about Andy Pettit and Mariano Rivera both is mm. that they're both very religious. But they oh, don't. Oh, I didn't know that. That's not what I love about them. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, love, I love them in spite of that. <laughs> got it. Got they're, it. Got they're it. very religious and they don't push it on other people. Yeah. They just kind of keep it to themselves. Right. They're, yeah. If, they, if you want to talk to them about it, they're happy to talk about it, but they yeah. don't like. I feel like shove that's it how it just should be. Well, the right? Na- right. The Nationals have a player named uh, Daniel Murphy who used to play for the Mets. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand him because um, he's really chatty about about it. I didn't think that he was, and I haven't heard him be this way since. But there was a player whose name I don't remember, which I'm really embarrassed about. So okay. um, <laughs> it's used, all right. <laughs> he's only known because he was the first or second out gay player in mm-hmm. Major League history. Oh, great! And it, I mean, it was not great for no, him. No, no, it time. wasn't. This was oh. like in the '80s. Oh, and but part. now he goes around to there was a, there were two of them mm-hmm. and I am mad at myself that I can't remember either of their names. One of them was named Glenn something. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's probably wrong. I have no idea. Um, we'll just call him Glenn. We'll call just them. Let's call, call one Glenn. We're going to call them Jack McFarland and Will Truman. Sure. So Jack McFarland died of AIDS. Okay. After oh, after his short career was over. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, Sean. Um, and Will Truman now goes around. <laughs> Will Truman now goes around to different baseball uh, parks, like spring training, mm-hmm. uh, and does like sensitivity training, sort of, or like just oh. talks to the players about having an open mind about your players, your fellow teammates who might be different in some way or another. 
Wow. And, oh, wow. And he did that for the Mets a couple of years ago. This was like before Daniel Murphy was really good, too. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Murphy was like, I can't uh, I can't get on board with this. Um, he he lives his life not according to my view of the Bible. So, ew. No, ew. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. And now he's one of the best second basemen in baseball, but I still hate him. Yeah, that's okay. You can. Yeah. That's all right. That's worthy of it. Yeah. Whatever. Thumbs down. Boo. He, he plays with he plays with Bryce Harper and I prefer Bryce Harper. Yeah. Yeah. How's Bryce Harper? What does he play? Right field. He's a pain right in field. the ass, but he's hilarious. Yeah. He's the one that's not as good as Mike Trout. He's not as good as well, yes. Is anybody as good <laughs> is as Is anybody Mike as good as Mike Trout? No e- one. Even Jessica Cox is not as good as Mike Trout. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica oh, Tara Jess. Cox. Jess. I really hope she listens to this. I really point. we'll tag we'll, we'll try tag to tag her. Be no, like, we'll we love him. you. Right. You Jessica, look Jessica great Tara in Cox, dress. we are huge fans. Huge fans. Of your wedding dress. Of your yes. wedding dress. I'm sure you're a delight. Sure. I'm sure. If you, you married are. Mike Trout, you must be a delight. Yeah. You must be. Yeah. Aww. You hit gold, girl. Way right. to go. Way to go. Way to go. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to leave. How are you? You feeling I'm fine. All right? I just right. have, that's why I didn't want to give you a sip of my water because Did you have your coffee attack? I did have my coffee attack. So jealous. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even notice you came back. I'm so quiet. Like, you were stealthy. Stealthy. Like a ninja. Girl. Yeah, I'd probably still cough a couple times, but hopefully that got most of it out. You're good. So, for um, Yankees now, mm. what are you thinking? Well, it's hard not to love Aaron Judge, who is there six foot. He's listed at six foot seven, but he's taller than that. Nice. Uh, he's the biggest position player in six history. Six foot seven? He's That's taller. huge. He's taller than that. Aaron Judge? I'm going like, to look up his I, Instagram. John Carlos Stanton. Yeah, go on be, and Aaron Judge's. You should. The Judge for, no, I don't know what is the that what is. it is? It's his the handle? Judge something. Oh. He hit 52 home runs last year as a rookie, which is the what? all-time record for rookies. Way to go. And he like came in second for the MVP. This is one of the best rookie seasons ever. And what and uh, position does he play? I'm sorry. He plays right field. Oh, right. right. Um, correct. Yeah, correct. Oh, holy crap, he's huge. Well, also that he's standing next to Jose Altuve in that picture who's five foot five. So Well, I'm five foot four. So yeah. like, you know. Yeah, Jose Altuve would be a great guy for you. He would be. He great. just won the MVP award. Well, it was it was the two of them, the five foot five guy and the six foot nine guy. That's crazy. I know. Oh, They're hilarious crazy. looking next to each other. Aww. He's number nine. They solve crimes together. That's well, they definitely the pair. Do. Judge and Jose Jose and Judge. Yeah. Judge and Jose. Judge a, and Jose. So there's Jose a section. Jose and Judge. Solving murders and crimes on their downtime. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like an existing show. It You're is. welcome. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, we'll write it. We'll write it. Whatever. <laughs> Sell it to Fox. Yeah, for sure. They they, love they'll that buy shit. anything. Yeah. They will. Well, yeah. now Disney owns Fox. They'll also buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be great. It'll be great. They bought Star like, Wars for $4 billion. It's nice to have money. Isn't it? You know? Right. I love that. Just throw it around wherever, however. Um, so uh, six foot. Nine. Judge nine. nine. Damn. <laughs> judge. Is he also one of those kind of guys? I don't want to assume, but did he also play another sport? That's racist. It, like such Against as. tall people. As, <laughs> I know. I know. But I, like, I, I feel believe, like. I believe he did play That's basketball just like, football, or like, yeah. you, I feel like when you're that big of a dude, Baseball isn't necessarily what you go to first. It's like football or basketball. I think he maybe did. not tennis. I don't know. I wow. have no idea if he played tennis, yeah. but he might, he might have. have. Maybe you he know. played tennis with me at the Heights Casino. You never know. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Do you play baseball yourself? I uh, did. Yeah, I play softball now. I played softball this. I just moved to Los Angeles and I played softball with a league in Culver City. Oh, nice! And I think I'm going to play with them again in the winter. Very cool. And I, uh, when Make I was in New York, I played with the Broadway Show League. So, you you play uh, what team? What teams did you play for for them? Uh, Phantom of the Opera and nice. Actors Equity. Nice. What do you play? Do you uh, play in softball? Yeah. Whatever they need. Whatever they need. You're yeah. just that cool. Well, when I was in baseball, I was a catcher, which is a completely a really what yeah. yeah yeah. Well, for softball, but whatever. Right, a catcher in softball. At least I don't know what it was like for you, but in softball leagues, like the Broadway show league or in this league. Yeah. Um, the catcher is the worst player. Oh like, no. That's where you put your guy or your girl, like, your person who can't play really. Nice. That um, was probably why I was put there. Well, it's very different when it's like competitive baseball yeah, or softball. But also like I was really bad. Well, then it I... was just, I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. I tried every sport. Right. Every single one. I did I softball like, no. too. I'm not, no, I'm not good. I ain't good. Were you in right field? I don't know. Yeah, that's where they put the bad that's where, kids. Yeah, I, mean, I was right field, yeah. and then I played catcher. Oh, I did pretty good as a catcher. Our 
uh, pitchers on my softball team, any team, any sports team I ever played on in Pennsylvania, we never won any games. Like, and you didn't get a choice really. It was like, depending on your location. Yeah. And all of my, my soccer team was terrible. My softball team, pretty bad. Um, basketball, pretty bad. Um, but for softball, I would have to go from like in your stance yeah. and our pitcher was so bad that I would have to like extend <laughs> my whole body up and grab the ball. Your dancing training. It was, yeah, right. I was like, and I'm a ballerina. Um, Wait a minute, are you, le- are you left-handed? I'm righty. Okay. Cause you just reached I know. Well, right that's arm. how little I know at this point. That's how little I know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, she was, she was catching the ball without her glove. That's yeah. what she was just, it was also, lobbing. she was lobbing it over. So like, why even waste lobbing, lobbing it lobbing. over? Oh I'll tell you something about horrible teams. My yeah. freshman year in college, I got cut from a team that went 0 and 28. Ooh. Ooh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know who that wouldn't have happened to? Mike Trout. Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I, although if they cut him, they probably would have gone 0 and 28. <laughs> I don't have the. I never. I did. I did softball at day camp at Queens College because nice. I also went to day camp at Queens College in addition to going to Queens College. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, sometimes I would hit the ball, but I never, <laughs> I never caught it. I just hated. <laughs> were you gonna, like? Were you afraid of the ball? I was a thousand. Percent I thought that was the, the end of the story. Was I never hit the ball? Never. <laughs> and I never hit it. And, and no, I never caught it. I never like, caught the ball. Never caught the ball because whenever a ball was, you know, coming toward my face, I was just like, nope. Nope. That's, I actually had, my dad would um, help, I play catch with my dad all the time and he, you know, we, I'd be getting ready for softball, whatever. Right. And he would have me, we would go into the street in front of my house because we lived where there were barely any humans. And I would have, he, I would have to throw the softball up and wait for it to come towards my face and stay as long as I could before I moved out of the way. And that's how I got over my fear of catching the ball. That was like what he had me do. And then it would be like, and then you'd catch it or whatever. But that was like a thing that I had to do. That's interesting. It's horrifying. This story makes me answer your, makes me think of an answer to your earlier question. Tell is me. What is so important about baseball? Yeah. I never hear these stories about basketball and football. Yeah. And those arguably are more popular than baseball right now mm-hmm. uh, to watch. But I never hear kids talk about how they went out and played basketball with their father. Yeah. And I never hear them say, I, you know, I threw a left tackle at my father and he hits him with a bullet. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Know, this, I killed my father playing I football when it. I was in high school. And it, that just made me want to play a player. Maybe want to be it. a football player. Yeah, that was it. I, I think that there is something about baseball in particular, um, Americana, first of all, huge big yeah. thing. But also you can't, you can't really, you can, I suppose, like practice by yourself. But oftentimes it's with your dad. Sometimes right. your mom, I don't want to Right, like basketball, definitely you can. You could practice by yourself. By yourself. Yeah. Or like football, I guess not football. You have to play catch at some point. Well, football, if you just like practice running into a wall really hard a few times. <laughs> you're, you're also you're, good. You're practicing. Yeah, yeah you're doing you're great. Doing fine. You're doing just fine. Right. But yeah, with baseball, yeah, it is something that I did with my father that was really special. And, you know, I'd watch games with him and stuff like that he was really into it i don't think my sister played any sports so i was like the son he never had i guess right. <laughs> in a way <laughs> and then i ended up putting on wigs and <laughs> costumes so nice. you know actually the first time i guess I, I i remember doing this and my mother loves to tell this story i was playing soccer and i got knocked down and um <laughs> I got totally knocked down and I was lying on the field and I guess the coach comes running up to me. He's like, are you okay? And my response was, I think next year I'm going to do ballet. (laughs) was my response. So I think I fell over doing ballet more times than I fell over over doing soccer or (laughs) soccer. Well, soccer, I was a goalie. I didn't. Oh man, that's a good spot to be in. Back then I I had a lot of hair, so I didn't want to mess it up. Oh, is course. that for real? That's what you were like. I can't run in the wind. I don't yeah. want to mess my hair up. That and uh, I didn't like. I'm still not good at doing things with my feet. So mm, sure, yeah. sure, I get I, that. I just don't enjoy team sports. I pronate. So <laughs> you pronate. You don't like. You don't like sports. I don't like team sports. Like there's always like 
You're I, a lone wolf. I played volleyball. I played in a volleyball league. I played in volleyball. Yeah, Love for volleyball. like in my tw- like when I back. But in volleyball, you can kind of make everybody else go away. Like, well, oh, you're uh, your own player. Yeah, as but well as- like. I don't know. Team. There's always like one or two people on your team that are just the worst losers ever. And uh, I hate those people you that hit like them with the volleyball. I hate it when like you when you screw up and they look at you like like they want to kill you. And I'm just like, you know what? You need to like take it down a couple notches. Who did you play volleyball yeah, with? Who They're are terrible. these pe- Who are these people? <laughs> I These volleyball. are not the people I went to Queens College with. <laughs> Actually, there were some Queens College people that I did play with. Well, they didn't go for free like I did. <laughs> and they just... They're just these privileged white people from Long Island who think you have to help them win. Exactly. It's volleyball. We volley. <laughs> we volley. We volley. Actually, that's one thing that really bugs me is when what? people talk about when they're playing tennis or ping pong or something and they say, let's volley back and forth. They mean rally. Oh, those, those idiots. It's not volley. It's called volleyball because you hit it before it bounces. Oh. That's wow. what a volley is. Oh. In tennis, ping pong, volleyball, that's what a volley is. Yeah. To volley does not mean let's just hit the ball back and forth between each other. Yeah. In tennis, you don't that's, You if, don't do that. Ball, you have to let it bounce once. Ball, you don't have to. You can volley. Oh. oh, well. But that's not what let's volley means. Unless Bastards. you specifically mean let's not hit the ground with the tennis ball. We're going to start a campaign. <laughs> Good. Be like, you are not volley. Hashtag rally, not volley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can sure. make that. That would be a nice Instagram post. Uh, <laughs> hashtag consider rally, not volley. Hashtag rally, not volley. Yeah. Hashtag, That's the name of this. Hashtag name all this tennis matters. Episode. There you go. Has nothing to do with baseball. Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and baseball. Side and baseball. And baseball. Just if you're into baseball, now, now you know it's a thing. Now you're really into historical baseball too, right? I am, yeah. Tell me about it. Because I don't know anything about it. Uh, what do you want to know? I don't know. Ooh. Like, why do you like? How does how does baseball? Do you think like baseball reflects um, things that are happening in America at the time? Yes. Yes. Where? How? Uh, everywhere. In 1947, seven years before Brown versus Board of Education, Jackie Robinson was made his debut for the Dodgers. Kicking butt. Kicking butt, and literally was getting his butt kicked. Yeah. Um. You need to see the very, you know, sort of watered down version of what he went through. You can see it in the movie 42. Mm. I mean, that's very lightweight version of what he went through. Wow. Um, and, you know, he couldn't stay in the same hotels as teammates. He couldn't uh, drink from the same water fountain as his teammates. Um, and then... In the 50s, we started getting a lot of black players. And I asked my friend who grew up in the 60s. Obviously, the 60s was a big changing decade for yeah. everything. So I asked a good friend of mine who grew up watching baseball in the 60s who his favorite players were, or really what he remembered about baseball from the 60s. And he listed a bunch of his favorite players, and it struck me that only one of them was white. Yeah. And they were, I mean, for anybody listening who's a big baseball fan, they were Ernie Banks and Hank Aaron and Willie Mays. And mm-hmm. Billy Williams, who played left field for the Cubs. Um, Bob Gibson, who was a pitcher for the Cardinals. Uh, Fergie Jenkins, who was a pitcher for the Cubs and the Rangers. And uh, Roberto Clemente, who was Hispanic. Um, and Ron Santo, who was the Cubs' third baseman. One of the most underrated third baseman of all time. But that's a separate story. That's another story. <laughs> Never a, mind. Anyway. That's another podcast. That's another story. Never mind. Anyway, so that, <laughs> the Big Bang came. Um <laughs> I don't think it's the I don't think those are the lyrics. The Big Bang came. No. The Big Bang Theory is um and it struck me that only one of them was white. And mm-hmm. if you ask a kid who's growing up now just to name five or six black players, mm-hmm. it's very hard. Oh. Very, very hard. I mean, um Adam Jones for the Orioles is the first one that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts on the Cardinals, Jack on the Red Sox, rather. The Red Sox actually have more of them than a lot of other teams, which is very surprising considering how racist Boston is. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, they're not known for they their yell, tolerance. Even now, they yell racist taunts at Adam Jones. That's crazy, Who is the center really? fielder for the Orioles and is in Boston a lot. Oh, gross. And they yell things at him in 2017. What the hell? Ugh. And, Come on, Boston. Get your shit together. I mean, they have their own black center fielder. Yeah. It's Jackie Bradley Jr., and they don't yell things at him. Ugh, I hate people. And uh, Boston also was the last team to have a black player. 1959. 12 wow. years after Jackie wow. Robinson. 12 years. So the thing about the 60s that strikes me is that's 
all of a sudden when you can have a kid whose favorite players are all black mm -hmm. um, or Hispanic. Although other than Clemente, there weren't that many Hispanics yet. Juan Marichal is a pitcher for the Diamondback for the Giants. Jesus. Sorry, the fumes, yeah, right. the fumes from the marijuana in Los Angeles are getting into my <laughs> That's brain. actually just scratch and sniff. That's what Los Angeles smells like. Oh, that's, what this, that's what this mic's... Yeah. You're going to have Jesus. like a low-grade high for All your entire of the time. time Welcome to LA. Oh, that's why nothing seems real. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, you're just high. Right. You don't even know. Exactly. You're just high. <laughs> so the 60s were a big change for everybody. Yeah. And in... in um, in the 1950s and beforehand, the Yankees won almost every World Series. Mm -hmm. From 1923 to 1958, the Yankees were in more than 50% of the World Series. And, I mean, almost, they were in about two-thirds of the World Series. Wow. And they won a good two-fifths of them. So that's white people. <laughs> Then yeah. we get to the 60s. Starts in the very, very late 50s when the newly moved to Los Angeles Dodgers beat the Chicago White Sox, whose best player at the time was Cuban Minnie Minoso, black Cuban Minnie mm -hmm. Minoso. The Dodgers had some young Jewish player named uh, Sandy something. I can't remember his last name. Oh, Koufax, that's it. There you go. I was uh, going to say Trout? Yeah, Sandy Trout. Nice. <laughs> Got another one in there. Bada bing, bada boom. Mike Trout, you're a big hero. <laughs> we in love this you. Studio. Um, and then in the 60s, we get all these black players, and I don't have to tell you what's going on in the country in the yeah. 60s. So when somebody says, let's make America great again, if they were going to say, let's make baseball great again, let's go back to when the best players were Lou Gehrig and Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams and Stan Musial and all these white people. Mm -hmm. Not there's anything wrong with those guys. Not that yeah. there's anything wrong with those guys. Yeah. Um, but that's what... That's the equivalent of make baseball great again is to make America great again. And then it extends a little bit into the 70s and into the 80s. And even when the three of us are growing up, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of kids' best uh, favorite players were Barry Bonds and Ken Griffey Jr. Mm -hmm. um, but even that starting to decline. Like That's... I'm getting beyond Griffey and Bonds. There were no great pitchers who are black. Mm. I have never seen a great black pitcher, which I think is a shame. Yeah. Because people in the 60s and 70s got to grow up watching Bob Gibson and Ferguson Jenkins. Um, and I'm actually now having trouble naming J.R. Richard for the Astros. I am having trouble thinking beyond CeCe Sabathia, who is yeah. uh, the Yankees pitcher, former Cy Young Award winner. Beyond him, I'm having trouble thinking of a 21st century um, top of the line African-American picture. Pitcher. <laughs> a lot of great Latino picture. picture. Yeah. Why can't Pitchers. I say pitcher? Latino you can do it. Pitcher. pitcher. He was a pitcher from Latino America. Yeah. He was a pitcher. There, there was this great pitcher named Jose Fernandez who played for the Marlins. Mm -hmm. And he played for three or four. He played for four years. He was a fantastic player. And then he died in boating accident. We're very sad. Oh, um, right. I remember that. Yeah. Holy shit. Apparently, oh, yeah, I can right. say words better. If I you speak did great. In, if I speak in a very Latin, impressed. Latino accent, yes. <laughs> very, impressed. very good. So what do you think the future of baseball is? Because we only have a few minutes left, but what okay. do you think the future of baseball is? Well, one thing I would like to see is when you talk about um, minorities who aren't Latino, and there are, the reason there are so many Latino players is, A, they're very good, mm -hmm. and B, uh, they're easy to control. When oh. you sign them out of the Dominican Republic or yeah. Cuba, not Cuba, Cuba is its own thing. Dominican Republic or um, Puerto Venezuela, Rico. Puerto Rico is America. Yeah. Although yeah. Trump, uh, doesn't, Trump is not aware of that, but yeah. it is in America, so it's a little different. But yeah, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Colombia, mm -hmm. uh, countries like that. It's easy to take these players who are very good and don't know anything when they're 16, 17 years old. Mariano Rivera, who grew up in Panama, yeah. said that he used a, a milk carton as a glove when he was a kid. Wow. <clears throat> so these players are easy to control. That's why there are so many of them. Mm. Um, and I think baseball really missed out on an opportunity to reach out to minorities. When basketball and football in the 60s, that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. In the 60s, basketball starts picking up a lot of steam. And the great Boston Celtics teams um, are dominating. They're the new Yankees, mm -hmm. essentially. And then football gets very popular, too. And they reached out in a way. I don't know exactly how they did this because I don't know the economics of this. But college basketball and college football are very popular. And they became very popular in, I think, the 80s 
is when they really started being huge mm-hmm. in the late 80s. And now they're pe- more people watch college football and college basketball than uh, most things. Yeah. Like March yeah, Madness. Huge. March Madness. I have no interest in college basketball. Why do I even know what March Madness is? Yeah. Yeah. March Madness yeah. is like the thing that Caesar went through. Yeah. <laughs> and his eyes. Yeah, his eyes of, his of, March. Ides of, of March, March Madness. Beware. Right. Beware of the eyes of March. And baseball really missed an opportunity to do that. And you see it now with football players kneeling mm-hmm. and basketball players saying they won't go to the White House. Steph Curry and LeBron James yeah. getting on Twitter and just calling Trump, Trump a, a bum. bum straight up. Yeah. You I don't love see that. baseball players do that. The closest you get to that with baseball players, other than this one minor leaguer from the A's, Bruce Maxwell, who kneeled, and I give him all the credit in the world. Um, the closest you get with baseball players is Latino players who talk about how important it is to um, in, be inclusive of their families. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously talking about Trump and the administration, but yeah. they don't say their names and they don't, they're not, they're very sort of, uh, passive about it and it's nice when they speak out white players don't do it yeah white players don't speak out about it um except justin verlander who was on the astros uh mm. speaks out a little bit just mm. enough to let you know that he's not pro-trump yeah um, well see i yeah. think baseball is seen as the american pastime right and but football but has, tr- has football is what trump's people watch yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they also watch baseball, mm-hmm. but baseball has a more diverse audience, I think. Yeah. I think so too. Ironically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ironically. So what would you so what uh, what are your final thoughts on baseball? Like saying like What I would like to see yeah. is um now Derek Jeter actually is in a unique position. Um it's not good for him to do it right now because everybody's kind of pooping on him, yeah. going, You're a terrible owner. <laughs> Um, but in a couple of years, once he's proved himself to be a competent owner, he doesn't have to be the best owner, but mm-hmm. a comp- he's the best, the best owner. <laughs> Nobody, yes. Nobody's ever had a better owner. Um, that's good. That's good. That makes me sad, but that's good. <laughs> if, uh, if, if he becomes uh, known in the industry as a competent owner, he's in a unique position because he's half black and he's already done a lot for minorities around the country. And... Um, he can, if he speaks out, I know he's not pro Trump. He voted for Obama. He was very proud of it. I'm sure he voted for Hillary. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> if he can speak out about, um, struggles that poor people and minorities and everybody who yeah, is, everybody who board, isn't yeah. in Trump's little circle, mm-hmm. uh, the struggles that they go through, even trying to get in the sports world, trying to get to the majors, you know, all the hundreds of thousands of people who don't make it mm-hmm. and don't make millions of dollars. And then they're 30 years old and they don't know what to do with their lives and they're not rich. Yeah. They don't know what to do. I'm 30. Take yourself through that. Yeah. If I don't have my family and I turn around and go, well, my career's over. It's a thought that I'm sure the three of us have all had. We're all around 30. (laughs) Yeah. And we've all, we've all sat around and gone, crap, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Yeah. That's a thought you have. And if you're an athlete and you haven't made it and you haven't made a lot of money and you turn 30 and you go, crap. Yeah. Now I've what? got like 50 or 60, hopefully more years. What am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have health care, and if you um, are in a place that is severely affected by hurricanes or other climate fires, yeah. climate change disasters, natural disasters, um, it doesn't help to have an administration that doesn't care about you. Yeah. So being a yeah, so having being an having for those people. having baseball players, I hate when people say, you know, I wish actors would just shut up at the Oscars mm-hmm. and just thank their owner, thank their manager. No, actors, yeah. celebrities, baseball players, football players, everybody; those are people in a position to uh, make changes. Colin yeah. Kaepernick's Colin Kaepernick is a name that I would not know if he hadn't knelt. Yeah, I have n- I had no idea who he was before that. Now yeah. I know who he is, and he's one of my favorite football players of all time. Yeah. I've never seen him play a game. Yeah. But you I love, love him. His, I love his hair. I love his personality. <laughs> I'm jealous of his hair. Yeah. His seriously? mom seems really cool. Follow her on Twitter. <laughs> Teresa Ka- Teresa Kaepernick. Teresa. She's Get amazing. Teresa Kaepernick <sighs> and Mike Trout. Follow them. They're man. the celebrities. Jessica Cox, Tara Cox, Trout. Jessica Tara yeah. Cox. Je- Je- She's going to keep Jessica her. Jessica Tara Cox, but... Trout. Yeah. Uh-huh. JC. And... 
<laughs> and on that callback. On that yes. callback. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Bobby. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Yeah, no oh my problem. gosh. Thanks. Great. Is there anything you want to promote, like your Twitter or your Instagram? Uh, follow me on Twitter under Bobby's Wood. Follow me on Instagram under Bobby Baby. And um, come see me do stand up or something. Do you have any shows coming up? Uh, in New York, come see me at Caroline's Comedy Club on January 10th. Yeah. And, um, I wish I had like specific dates to give you when I'll be back in LA. Um, but That's okay. Come follow me on Instagram and Twitter and you'll, you'll find, find out, out exactly when I'm nice. going to be at the Comedy Yay. Store and the Laugh Factory and the Improv and everybody else that's cool in LA. Awesome. awesome. Thank Thanks you so, so much. much. Thank you Thanks. for having me. School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdeschool.com.